I'll give him a rose because he was a horny, pansexual, polyamorous man. Welcome to the Thirsty for Hallmark podcast. I'm Charlie. And I'm Mary. (laughs) And today we're going to be talking about our favorite Hallmark movie. And this is a special edition because this is a repeat. This is not a new movie. But we wanted to give our thirsty listeners out there something sweet to listen to on Hallmark Day, which is also known as Valentine's Day. And that movie is The Sweetest Heart. (laughs) And if it sounds familiar to you... It is because Charlie and I talk about it in every podcast. You're right. This is a movie we have based our cupcake rating on and even our profile picture for our podcast. Mary, how many cupcakes do you give it? Oh, man. I mean, I want to give it five cupcakes just because we've talked about it so much and it's like been instilled in my soul as like a Hallmark classic. And it's the first Hallmark movie we watched together. Yeah. So I want to say like memory wise, five cupcakes. I will say, logistically, I'm really struggling to even give it three. (laughs) I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it three for one character in there. One person who carried this entire movie, and we will talk about this person later. I'm going to give it five for that one person. Okay, ambitious. (laughs) Arrest me. (laughs) So, the plot of The Sweetest Heart. Cut to these two young teenagers at a park bench in front of some lake that they call a hike, which is really just a five-minute walk from the parking lot, but whatever. So they are talking about their future and how they're going to be there forever. And then all of a sudden, we're 10 years in the future, and you see the girl um, whose name is Maddie. Maddie. Yes, Maddie, who has started a cupcake shop, which was a thing even when they were teenagers. She used to bake for this said her High school sweetheart, Nate. But the cupcake shop is not doing well. (laughs) The oven doesn't work. The cappuccino machine doesn't work. She has no customers. (laughs) She has no customers. So she figures there's only one way to turn this around. Expand. (laughs) Yes, this has been a mind-boggling question for Charlie and I for three years. So if you are a business person... Please reach out to us and explain how this business plan works, because we can't. But anyway, she decides to expand, so she meets a sexy investor to kind of get her in contact with some people who might be interested in investing in her company. But little does she know, her high school sweetheart, Nate, is his last name? Dr. Barzoni. Barzoni. Yes, Dr. Barzoni is in town to do his weekly crisis. He's teaching a six-week course for heart surgeons on bedside manner after heart surgery. And it's one class per week. One y'all. class per week. And that's all he's doing. <laughs> so he shows up at the cap at the cafe. She is not happy to see him. No. Because he was the reason that they broke up. Even though she officially broke up with him, it was because he didn't want to keep doing the long distance thing. He was too busy with medical school mm-hmm. and not paying her any attention and it was not working. Also, homeboy is probably the smartest cardiologist I've ever met because he seemed to graduate and already is a guest lecturer at different hospitals within 10 years of going to med school. So yeah, age 32, age 32. Anyway, so she is trying to save her cupcake shop by getting an investor and he knows a lot about technology. Yeah. For some reason, cupcake shop needs a website (laughs) and 
<laughs> cardiologist is the best person to make a website for you. He designs it for her. Then she needs to make all these cupcakes for the investors coming to see the place. Mm-hmm. And her, her janky oven burns them all. <laughs> Luckily, the hospital has a brand new cafeteria with a huge kitchen that they yeah. mention many times. Mm-hmm. Nate gets her into the hospital and helps her bake all these cupcakes to impress the investor. And they start to catch feelings again in a big way. And then he tells her after this entire experience that you know what he could stay in this tiny town an hour outside of Chicago they need more cardiologists he's like I'm gonna talk to this guy and see if I can stay but unfortunately the moment he goes to talk to him of course he's offered this amazing research grant he had said that even though he likes being a doctor he really wanted to do research on people in Italy who live really long (laughs) or never get heart heart disease. heart disease <laughs> this, this, he's so niche. So he got offered it and he goes and confronts her. And oh my gosh, the emotion in that scene. It was almost as emotional as when Hilary Duff goes and <laughs> confronts Chad Michael Murray in the locker room in a Cinderella story. I mean, I would say those two scenes are on par. Waiting for you is like waiting for rain in a drought. Useless and disappointing. And that's a great reference because our star, Maddie, Julie Gonzalo, was the mean girl in that movie. Yes. Back to this movie, though. Maddie tells him, I can't believe you did this to me again. You got my hopes up. Yeah. You made me feel like we were back in love, like we were going to be together. And now you're leaving again. And I'm not giving you another chance. Yeah. I'm not doing long distance. And he says, it's an opportunity of a lifetime. Y'all, she turns to him. Oh, I can't. I and can't. And she goes, and I'm not. Oh. And I was like. Ooh. I mean, Julie is serving right here. Anyway, he goes because he, quote unquote, feels like he has no choice. But as before he leaves, so... A kind of important fact, I guess, is that she continually is looking at this ring, and you're assuming that it was like a high school promise ring or whatever. He gave it to her in the first scene. Did you miss that? (laughs) He gave her this promise ring that is the shape of a heart, and she kept it all these years in a Mm -hmm. nice box. And she gave it back to him. And then he flew away to go study the Italian people. But he sees an old couple holding hands, leaving his research study. And he realizes it's just not worth it. Meanwhile, Julie got the investment. And she's expanded her cupcake shop. Now it's the size of a city block. And so, guys, it's just so ugly on the outside. I can't. It has, like, pictures of cupcakes. <laughs> like, from, a, like, a magazine or something. It's just bad. But anyway, yeah, she's expanded. They're planning the reopening party. Mm-hmm. Before they open the doors, somebody rings the bell in the cafe. She turns around. It's Nate. She says, I, I can't do this anymore. And he said, I don't want to do this anymore either i'm staying (laughs) they kiss they fall in love yeah and if we had a one year later we're gonna talk about the one year later (laughs) at the end uh there were two other storylines actually three other storylines we're gonna get to that in thorns and roses because let me tell you you know when charlie and i say we hate extra storylines this movie was just popping out extra storylines left and right oh now now let's talk about the hunk and the leading lady yes first we have julie gonzalo who as i mentioned before was the mean girl in a cinderella story with hillary duff my favorite scene from that movie that she was in my favorite scene (laughs) she she was in the diner 
I've been quoting this scene literally since 2004. Okay, I've also been quoting this scene since 2004. Um, <laughs> let's do it, let's do it. Okay. You, do you want to be Hillary or her? I'll be Hillary, yeah. Okay. What do you have that doesn't have any calories, fat, or carbs? Um, water? <sighs> well, do you have a boss? What is that? It's water from Norway. We only have water from the valley. <laughs> <laughs> God, so Julie, she was in that. She was the daughter in... Christmas with the Cranks, mm-hmm. my dad's favorite Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. More recently, she was in Jingle Bell Bride. Yeah, last Christmas. She, oh, I think she was a mean girl in a Lindsay Lohan movie, too. As a teenage drama queen? I think. Oh, IMDb. I always think of that girl was a teenage drama queen. That song is way better than that movie. I know. Every time I try to watch that, I'm like, I watched it at one of the dollar movie theaters. I wanted my dollar back. And I was a huge Lindsay Lohan fan at that time. Yeah, she was also in On Hallmark Pumpkin Pie Wars. That was one of my favorite Hallmark movies. Yeah, it always gets me in the mood to make pumpkin pies. Oh, she was also apparently on the soap opera Dallas. That's not a soap opera. That was a primetime TV show. Well, on Wikipedia, it is Yeah, called. I forgot she was on that with Jesse Metcalf. Oh my gosh, she was in Freaky Friday. Julie, you are the mean girl of our, my past, my youth. <laughs> It's so crazy. She's like the female Chad Michael Murray because he was Lindsay Lohan's love interest in Freaky Friday and mm-hmm. he was Hilary Duff's love interest in another Cinderella story. A Cinderella story. Uh, uh, no, another. No, a Cinderella story. Another Cinderella story is with Selena and Drew Seeley. Yes. Yeah. Drew Seeley, by the way, who is the cousin of our hunk, Chris McNally. Oh my gosh, I forgot about yeah. that. So shall we move to the hunk? Yes. Um. So our hunk, Chris McNally, was... Also, in a more recent movie, Snow Kiss. Yeah, just last week. Yeah, so we kind of updated him a little bit. But let me say, in this movie, he looks young. He looks very young. Like, he does not look like he could be a 32-year-old cardiologist. That beard is trying to hide his youth. (laughs) And it's not working. But he looks hot AF. This is what I would say. Snow Kiss was the first movie I really felt emotion from him and his eyes. I think in the other movies, it's like, yes, he's like, he's a hot Prince Charming, but he doesn't have any emotion in his eyes. Didn't. He didn't until Snow Kissed. Yes. And we stand a Hallmark hunk who works on his craft. Do you think it's potentially because he was in One Calls the Heart? People don't know this, but Juilliard is actually a feeder for Hallmark. And several of the main characters of One Calls a Heart are from the Juilliard Theater. Heard of it? <laughs> yeah. From the Juilliard Theater program. So maybe he started picking up on their acting tip. But Mary, who would you give the Oscar to? It's down Julie. Julie. And Mary did say before that she would never give the Oscar to one of the two leads. I mean, that girl has back problems because she's carrying the whole damn movie. She's having spinal surgery. <laughs> oh, and her drama, her comedy, she was just amazing. Oh my gosh. That scene when she said, and I'm not, it cut through people's souls. <laughs> her expressions. Yeah. And also her hair. Her hair was amazing. She had one, one bad hair day, but the rest of the time... Her hair was amazing. It's crazy. She looks so good as a brunette, but she's actually a blonde. Is that right? 
I thought she was a brunette and that she dyed her hair blonde for those other movies. Oh, you know, it took us it took us a while to figure out to like put two and two together. We we're like, wow, that girl looks so familiar, and that's how we figured out she was the mean girl from Cinderella story. Yeah. Um. So congratulations, Julie. Yes, you have been awarded the Oscar. We can only hope that you get a better Christmas movie next year. Yes. So let's talk about Roses and Thorns. Roses and Thorns. Guys, so we gave you the bare bones of this movie. But the reality is, apparently, there is four other plot lines, three other plot lines going on beneath this plot line. We've got best friend and her fiance who doesn't want to set a wedding date and that just made no sense to me i like they had like this reconciling conversation and both her and i are like what is going on who cares who cares we had that story we had the hospital physician's assistant charlie and chloe chloe the bakery assistant also in one calls a heart the nurse. They had this burgeoning romance, which actually was really cute. It was cute. If it had just been those two romances, I could have gotten on board. And then, like, the mayor that lived beside her that was, like, trying to save the community center that was, like, randomly in this movie, I was like, what is happening? Since when were they tearing down Town Hall? Like, why was that a plot? Yeah, why is Town Hall in trouble? Yeah, that was the main problem in the movie. Just too many plots. And I, I think Hallmark has gotten better about that since... 2018. Five-star Christmas. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew it. They, they have definitely gotten better. I, I was even saying to Charlie, I was like, this feels like the new Hallmark that we have been, you know, both we've been touched upon how we've been really happy with Hallmark's changing of the plots and stuff. This felt like a very OG Hallmark movie. A rose for me were the cupcake flavors. Let me read some of them off. Sugar cookie cupcake, fresh rosemary, and a pine nut frosting. Maple buttermilk with French toast flakes. Guys, I'm laughing because, because Charlie is acting like he's reading this list to like a kindergarten class. Like he's reading a picture book. So expressive. Continue. You know what? That would be a good book. <laughs> I, I saw a TikTok that was like, how to make $100 a day writing children's books. <laughs> this writes itself, chocolate velvet? That what is, is so chocolate good. velvet? <laughs> how do I oh get some? <laughs> persimmon cupcake? Ooh, you know, persimmon's my favorite fruit. Uh, whoever came up with those, A+. Plus. A+. Plus, a+. Plus. I mean, I think a big rose for me is the hair. A lot of times, the hair in Hallmark is just kind of like a, a big question mark on like, where where were we going with this? But the hair looked really nice. Yeah, it was kind of wavy, like beach mm, waves. Beach waves, yeah. And a beautiful auburn color. Yeah, and no middle parts. They try to give... No, there was a middle part in one scene. In one... Okay. One scene, though, in comparison to sometimes they have like only middle parts. Every character is only middle parts. And you're just like, are we Kardashians all of a sudden? <laughs> Uh, although my friend Alicia, shout out to Alicia, complains to me that they always bake with their hair down. Mm, yeah, she did have a very business professional outfit thing going on for like all of the baking she was doing. I actually like the business casual baking because I like it when people are dressed inappropriately for their job. Another thorn for me is that in Hallmark, people tend to really hold on to high school grudges, right? So like Chloe had a crush on Charlie in high school and he doesn't remember her and like they weren't friends though and she, they never really talked to each other and she like is kind of mad at him about it and 
I just, I feel like sometimes when you're 28 years old in high school, it's been 10 years ago, and maybe you guys never talked in high school, so he doesn't remember you. Maybe it's time to just, like, let it go. <laughs> well, when I was in college, I think it was just one year after high school. I went home, I was at Starbucks, and I saw a friend of mine from high school. And I go, Tiffany! And she goes, Sam! And I was like, it's Charlie. I think Sam. if, I, if we ever move to different cities, I'm going to get meet up with you after a year and be like oh my gosh Sam how are you (laughs) another rose for me was that ring because now that I know it was from the beginning I enjoyed that it was like continuously brought up and at the very end when he came back to like I guess apologize and to say love me forever he gave her the ring y'all and it was it was a beautiful full circle from the beginning yeah, we were both a puddle of tears at that I know, point. I know. You know, we complained so much about we compl- there's a, there's been a, there were a lot of flaws in this movie, but at the same time the ending was so strong. It was so strong. Can I say this isn't a thorn, but this is something I thought was funny. At the end, the woman investor gave a hug to N- Nate, and I'm like, "Have you met this man?" <laughs> I was like, what is happening? She's like, oh my gosh, congratulations, you're back together. And he's like, ah, what? She made a beeline to him. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing elbows to get to him. <laughs> a thorn for me is she committed fraud multiple times in this movie. Let me give you some examples. The investing agent, Alex, says, well, why don't you get a loan? And she goes, oh, I already got so many loans. I can't get another one. He's like, well, they don't have to know that. (laughs) Yeah, they do. (laughs) An investor does have to know that. The investor woman comes to look at the cafe at 9 a.m. Of course, nobody's at a cupcake cafe at 9 a.m. So what does she do? She gets all these fake customers to come in under the guise of free cupcakes. Technically, Homeboy did that, but yes. (laughs) Homeboy did, but she's complicit. (laughs) Hashtag complicit. With the investment banker, she's adamant that she doesn't want a franchise. She just wants to expand her one little shop. And even though that's not what the investor wanted to hear, she told her that. And Alex goes, I really admire your integrity. It's like, what integrity? I just, every time I watch this movie, I'm just so confused about like how he is doing what he is doing, which is essentially doing one lecture a week and like nothing else. Nothing else. After supposedly, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a medical expert, I'll be honest, but three years of med school, then you have to go through like specialty training, like internal surgeon stuff, then you have to get a fellowship, then you do residencies, then you do like, is it three or is it four years of med school? It might be four years of med school. Not to brag, my dad's a doctor and he did medical school in three years, but it normally is four. <laughs> Okay. Well, like, even if he had cut, you know, even if he was like that, like a wonderkin and like, you know, cut some years here and there, I I just don't think he would have been like a lecturer person yet. Like, I feel like he'd still be like in the residency period or just leaving and he might have not made a name for himself yet. Question for you. Is a cardiologist different from a heart surgeon? I think they're the same. They they treated them like the same thing in this movie, but I don't know. I think they're not. I'm going to Google it. While you Google that, um, oh. Oh, uh, it's cardiac surgeon versus cardiologist. Okay. Cardiologists work with surgeons to manage patients and determine whether a patient needs surgery. They might also work to to treat irregular heartbeat problems. Okay, so maybe he could have done it in 10 years. I don't know. But if he's going to do research, he probably needs a PhD. A lot of people, they get MD, PhD. 
PhD. If they're gonna, if they want to do medical research. Maybe. Y'all, his education seemed a little weird to me. Speaking of medicine, our physician assistant Charlie, I'll give him a rose because he was a horny, pansexual, polyamorous man. He, he just... was. He was giving eyes to Nate, to Chloe, to Alex, and who knows who else? Julie, the friend, the mayor. The girls walking on the street. <laughs> Charlie, maybe that's just how he looks at people, but he definitely liked Nate. He was touching him in ways that male friends do not touch each other. And to clarify, because that sounds a little weird. <laughs> He just touched his arm in a loving way. But I do agree. It sounded very sexual. When and he, he put his, he was putting his jacket on next to Nate and somehow pressed his chest against <laughs> Nate's arm while he was putting the jacket on. Maybe it was just a tight shot. Charlie Thirsty. Charlie is thirsty and this Charlie. This tra- I'm not even as thirsty as he is. Damn. I think another rose for me is just watching it again. Not to get sentimental, but it's like one of those movies. It's the beginning of our friendship. And we were talking about things, and I was like, Charlie's like, we didn't pick characters last time we watched it. And I was like, that's because it was our first time. We didn't start picking characters until probably five months into our <laughs> watching Hallmark <laughs> together. <laughs> but it was like a beautiful moment. It was the beginning of this blossoming podcast friendship. My memory of this movie is actually not the watching it, but... A few days later, when I made you come into my office at work. <laughs> oh my god. And I sat you down and I was like, Mary, I think I figured out how expanding her business could help get it out of trouble. And do you remember what I told you? You said that if she buys in bulk, maybe it's cheaper to get all of her supplies. Yeah. <laughs> but can I just say, you know, <laughs> it was early in our friendship. And Charlie goes, Mary, I'm really going to talk to you about something. And I was like, oh gosh, like, okay. So I go into his office and I'm expecting like an actual work discussion because he, he looked very serious and he was like, I think I figured out how she's making her company work. And it took y'all, it took me a hot second before I realized we were talking about the sweetest heart. Oh, but you know what we alluded to before we started doing the ro- roses and the thorns and everything is the title. Yes. Y'all, we have a lot of theories about how they came up with this title. It's called The Sweetest Heart, and my theory is they were high school sweethearts, and now there's cupcakes involved, so it's The Sweetest Heart. What did you think? I think I think The Sweetest is because of the cupcakes. I agree, sweetheart, yeah, whatever, but I thought it was because the ring was a heart shape, and so it was like, oh, The Sweetest was like the cupcake, and the heart shape was like a symbol of, of their love. It could be that, too. Can we talk about the oven and the espresso machine? As I've said before, I was once a barista. <laughs> Why was Chloe always making cappuccino for nobody? <laughs> There's nobody in the cafe, and the cappuccino machine is like like blowing up. I'm like, why are you even making cappuccino? Like, it's something about the oven. It's like, yeah, so she burned all these cupcakes right before the investor was coming, right? But she's freaking out like she had no cupcakes. Y'all, her shop was full of cupcakes. How many cupcakes did she expect this woman to eat? Yeah, there were cupcakes everywhere. Yeah, she had cupcakes in the back. She cupcakes in the front, and she burns like maybe two dozen, 24 cupcakes. And homegirl went to the hospital and made like 12 different types of cupcakes, like 12 more, 12 dozen more cupcakes. I love that while they're making cupcakes at the hospital, Nate was wearing this very thin cashmere sweater, I think. Yeah. No apron. She was wearing an apron, but he's just... Baking with abandon, <laughs> piping frosting, with this very expensive looking sweater. Pretty awesome. <laughs> 
I think I know how he was able to afford life working <laughs> one, <laughs> one hour, hour a week. week. I think he was doing telehealth. <laughs> he was seeing patients on video. <laughs> 50 was, bucks a pop. He was doing it before it became popular. <laughs> Our next segment is Who Would We Play? Oh my gosh. So picture this. Nate and Charlie are walking out of the hospital and there are two 20 year old girls that are walking in and you don't even see their faces and he goes hi and they go hi and that's me <laughs> that was i said that's you mary and she said yep <laughs> i believe oh gosh <laughs> i believe that charlie saying hi and the girls saying hi back was not in the scene when they filmed it and it was mm. all adr i could i could believe that because their voices sounded a little weird <laughs> hi <laughs> Uh, when Nate gives one of his lectures at the hospital, oh, right. he orders all these cupcakes from Julie to help her drum up business. Mm-hmm. And some guy goes up to her and goes, Oh, my wife's been talking about these cupcakes for a while. Oh, they're delicious. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> and that is exactly what I would do. <laughs> I love when I see myself in a movie. I really, I really feel like of all movies, I think we've found the epitome of our Celsi. Hi! And then our honorary characters are the old people couple at the end. Yeah. We thought, eh, we deserve it. Listener question. You know, we have a listener question, and I just don't know if we're prepared to answer. Which is, if we had to suggest a Hallmark movie for someone who's trying to get into Hallmark and they didn't really like it before, what movie would we suggest being their first movie? I suggest the movie I watched yesterday called A Valentine's Match, starring Bethany Joy Lenz and and Luke McFarlane. Mm. Bethany Joy Lenz and Luke McFarlane. Oh, she is so good in it. And so is he. I mean, it's it's a very quality movie, and the story makes sense, and it's sweet, and has a really good ending. I, I would say anything with Bethany Joy Lenz, or Autumn Reeser. Yeah, I would say, what was that country movie? The um, Country Wedding? Yeah, Is country. it called a, a Country Wedding? Or, y'all, June and January. That movie makes me sob. It also has Bethany, Bethany um, or no, who is that girl who's in um, Beverly Hills? Brooke Dorsey. It has Brooke Dorsey. And, you know, the Super Bowl is this weekend. Love on the Sidelines. Which, this year, it's not going to be shown on Super Bowl Sunday, but it will be shown February 15th. Which... I believe it's President's Day. It is President's Day, yeah. Love on the Sidelines is a really fun one. It is a really nice, it's a really nice I, one. I do believe, though, if you turn on the Hallmark Channel at the top of the hour and a new movie is starting, yeah. if you it's start really from the very one. beginning, you will get sucked in. I, I really think, okay, June and January is a really good one. Um, taking a Shot at Love. Taking a Shot at Love was really good. A New Year's Resolution. Oh, New Year's Resolution. New Year's, that's, you know what, that's what I'm going to go with. Because I feel like it's very Hallmark, but it's more of the modern Hallmark. 2021, new year, new movies, new Hallmark. Wes Brown. Oh, Wes Brown. June and January has Brooke Dorsey, Wes Brown, and Mary Lou (gasps) Henner. Mary Lou Henner? And y'all, all three of them are serving drama. It's so good. I have not seen this. I, (gasps) ugh. Chelsea Hobbs, you're bearing the lead. Emily Gomeko from Make It or Break It. Oh my gosh, I forgot that that she was the Okay, I need to find this. Guys, I watched this. I had a FaceTime with my... Some of my college friends and I watched June with for June and January. Um, it came out in 2014. It was on TV, and I was like, I remember watching this, and I loved it. So either June and January or New Year's resolution for me. 
And I will say a Valentine's match. We're getting ready to wind down. What do you think happens one year later? Ooh. Can I can I just first say when I first watched the movie, I really thought that she wasn't going to get this investment and that she was gonna like fail and he was gonna become a doctor and she was going to actually ask the hospital because they were never using their kitchen and lease out the hospital and just do catering and build a business that way as well as catering all the hospital events i thought that maybe that could happen but that did not so i will move on wait i want to say she did say she wants to expand her space so she can do more catering Catering is not in your space. That is exterior. <laughs> okay, what what anyway, happens? Um, well, I think that he goes back to the park. Gosh, we have four people, four couples that I have to come up with a one year later for. So main couple goes to the park. That's where we cut to, and he gets her an engagement ring. And it has a little design that almost looks like a heart with how the diamonds are woven together. And he proposes to her um, and they're happy and he's living there and everything's very permanent and stable with our couple. I think that Chloe and Charlie are going to be still in a relationship. Her friends might have gotten married. They might still be having a long engagement. And hopefully Town Hall is saved. <laughs> if I had to wrap it up in a nice town, <laughs> a nice bow. But you forgot to mention Charlie has been honest with Chloe about his pansexual polyamorous lifestyle. Okay. And she's cool with it. So they are taking town by storm. They're on the threesome app. They're having a lot of fun together. So Wait, I'm excited for I... the sequel. All right. Well, I hope all of you all are having a good Valentine's Day. And of course... If you have any questions, feel free to DM us. And check out our dueling hunks pictures on our Instagram at Thirsty for Hallmark. I made a collage with my top five hunks and Mary's top five hunks. She claims that I picked bad pictures of her hunks so that mine would look hotter. Guys, I'm not claiming. It's just facts. If you look at our, if you look at these two collages, Trevor Donovan has to explain, he is so hot, he has to explain how hot he is in every Hallmark movie. And Charlie picked a picture of him with like his hair in a weird way and his shirt is flowing and his eyes are closed. And I'm like, what are we doing to Trevor? Justice for Trevor. All right, y'all. Justice for Trevor. Do you want to borrow my phone to call the police? I would. <laughs> um, <laughs> Report a crime. 911. I, I think we might in this uh, podcast have to add a formal complaints to Charlie uh, <laughs> section. <laughs> now it seems... Mary's not the only one who can give formal complaints because Darian, our very good friend, texted us that she had a formal complaint against me because she misunderstood that I, she thought I didn't like the Henley shirts that uh, he was wearing in Snow Kiss last week. Oh, I yeah. did like the Henley shirts. Can I just say that this is me formally complaining. <laughs> I called Charlie after he posted it and I was like, I cannot believe you did that to my hugs. <laughs> you know what he said to me? This is podcast gold. I don't want podcast silver tomorrow and we film our next episode. <laughs> I said, save it. <laughs> so why don't you be the judge which collage is better? And so let us know who your hunks are. We want to know. Oh, shout out to Jesse Hutch. Our yes. first. Oh my gosh, y'all. Just dig me a grave and bury me because oh, we have a, had a hunk comment on our post. <laughs> and it is, I mean, tears were in my eyes. <laughs> He's been in movies with CCB, Luke McFarland. He was in that movie with CCB where she's like trying to buy the lodge. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, you tag these hunks, and you think it's just going into the ether of Instagram. No one's ever going to see it. And then they comment... And it was a really nice, thoughtful comment, too. Yeah, he was thanking us for including him on our list. <laughs> and I told him, Jesse Hutch, you're always on our list. Yes. <laughs> so, guys, keep manifesting, and maybe maybe more hunks will comment. <laughs> so next podcast, we will be back with the Valentine's Day special for Hallmark, which is, I think, a take on Emma. It's called Playing Cupid. Mary's not excited about it. <laughs> Hallmark does renditions of Jane Austen movies, and they're like, they just change the plot completely. I love Hallmark, but sometimes they take too much artistic interpretation. Like, Unleashing Mr. Darcy, where Mr. Darcy was a dog show host judge thing. I was not on board with that. Also, I don't enjoy when children are the main Cupid matchmaker people. Like, adults grow a pair and ask people out. That's all from us. Remember, everybody, stay thirsty. Still listening? <laughs> we know you're thirsty, so here is a little scene from The Sweetest Heart. To set the scene, she just found out that he is going to accept a job in Boston. I feel so stupid. I should have known this would happen. What are you talking about? The minute I let you in again, you find another reason to leave. That is not true. Oh, yeah? Then why are we in the same spot we were in 10 years ago? I need to go. I wasn't looking for this, Natty. I wasn't looking to leave. <laughs> you never are. I don't know what to do. This is the opportunity of a lifetime. And I'm not. I love you, Maddie. And I love you too. That's why I want you to do what you were meant to do. And I'll do the same here. Scene.